Hi, I'm Sophie and I've been really enjoying my time in Christchurch. Welcome to the New Zealand All That's Tesla podcast. David is a leader for Tesla ownership in the top of the South Island. As I was chatting with Elon yesterday, he wanted to know about the unexpected increase in sales in the Nelson area, and I explained that David was the cause. Similarly too, I guess that David has a VIP pass with ChargeNet for the Murchison Fast Charger. He frequently travels between his hometown and Ashburton, and because it's all about the drive, he might just pop down to the Timaru Supercharger an hour further south for a coffee and to use some of his many referral kilometres. I caught up with David in Christchurch. Alright, so I'm here with David Redicliffe, and David, we just happened to um, bump into each other at Christchurch, effectively, so... I'm a, I was at the service centre, you were popping through on the way back to Nelson, and uh, thank you for agreeing to an interview. Well, that's right, we had to charge anyway, so no problem. Good on you. So hey, look, tell us a little bit about where you live and what your background is. Uh, we live in Nelson, We've, we're on our third electric vehicle, we had a Nissan Leaf, a 2011 Nissan Leaf for a starter. Everyone asked us when we swapped if we didn't like it, but it was just we wanted something to go further, do more range and stuff. So we then changed after a year to the um, uh, Hyundai Ionic EV, which had a range of around 200 k's. It was great, um, and now we've got the Tesla Model 3 Standard Range Plus. So pretty, pretty good car. Pretty happy with it. Good, and you've done quite a bit of uh, converting Nelsonites to um, Tesla Model 3s. So I think there's probably been um, sales figures in Nelson have uh, shown about a, a 10,000% increase in Tesla Model 3s since you've owned one. Yeah, we've, we've managed to talk a few people into them, I think. We don't seem to be short on referrals at the moment, which is good. I even gave someone else's referral code to someone the other day because we, of course, we're 400 k's from the closest supercharger, so um, we don't need too many free supercharger k's because we can't use them much anyway apart from when we come down here. And when we go down with you in October on the road trip, that'll be great. Looking forward to that. Good. And what do you do in Nelson, David? Uh, I'm a chimney sweep. Um, most of the, yeah, probably nine months of the year, I'm pretty much full-time sweeping chimneys. The rest of the time, um, my wife Rachel owns a couple of preschools, so I go and do fixing gates and unblocking toilets. I know she usually does that. Um, just, you know, odd jobs, bits and pieces that need done. Awesome. So it keeps me busy. So chimney sweep and climate change, um, uh, you'll be uh, a wee bit upset when everyone starts moving to heat pumps. So. Oh yeah, I'll be retired by then, that's one thing. I, I was, it's funny because with an EV, people ask about climate change and stuff, like with me being a chimney sweep, and I say, well, surely a clean chimney is better than a dirty chimney. It's got to be better. Good sales pitch, good sales pitch. So, uh, as well as the Model 3, are there any other products you own? Uh, shares, uh, Cybertruck pre-order, all those sorts of things? No, I haven't pre-ordered the Cybertruck. I'm probably more a 40, 150 person as far as looks go. Um, got some Tesla shares, bought them in, I think it was April, April 2020. Of course, like everyone around that time, they went up every day for a year. And I was like, this is unbelievable. And then everything changed, so I branched out into some other shares and stuff, had a bit of a play around. Well, well up on what I started with, I have to say. Can't complain. Good on you. So, the story that led up to your purchase, you, as you say, you started with the Leaf, uh, and then the Ionic, and what was it that finally convinced you that the Model 3 was the way to go? Well, we went to Auckland 
when was it October last year they'd only been here about three weeks or so um, lovely person up there gave us a gave, well we we hired one for a day off plug and drive um, that was fantastic and we were driving it going this is unbelievable Rachel wasn't that convinced that we needed a Tesla I always knew we needed a Tesla she wasn't that convinced until I got her in the driver's seat. Got her in the driver's seat, she starts driving, and she looks at me with a big grin on her face, and she said, I see what the big deal is now. So yes, I think you've got to drive one. And then we got to drive someone's performance, do a couple of launches in the performance, and we said, why would you buy a standard range if you can buy a performance that's ridiculous? until you go to pay for it and you go that's ridiculous so back to the standard range plus we came even though we do a lot of long distance you know it, it does the job it's pretty good good on you and you're renowned uh with uh, uh towing photos so um tell us your setup for your towing um yeah we we got a tow bar put on by a local ev place ev sales place in nelson um we got it we went for a permanent tow bar didn't need it to be removable always had tow bars on our cars um, we've towed all our camping stuff in our trailer, probably seven or eight hundred kilos worth of stuff. Tows no problem. Um, it does affect your range massively, as everyone knows, with electrics. But yeah, we we towed uh, um, just before Christmas. We towed from Nelson down to Greymouth, through the Arthur's Pass to Christchurch, back up through Kaikoura. Only had to take the trailer off once. We got a bit lucky, I think. Um, a lot of our charges, of course, aren't set up for towing, for plugging in while towing. But at the end of the day, what does it take to take your trailer off two minutes? That doesn't really concern me. So, yes, you can tow fine with them, but you have to be aware that you've got to charge longer and more frequently. So, no, it's good. And what have you found since ownership? Uh, what have we found since ownership? Much nicer to drive than the Ionic was, I'd have to say. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think for the first six weeks... It was a brand new car and I was out washing it every weekend and now it just gets dirty and I go, oh, now it takes six weeks and I go, oh, it really needs a wash, it's disgusting. So yeah, I, I found I don't look after it as well as I should. Not like you do now. Well actually, <laughs> I, I was thinking the other day, uh, having not washed the car for about three months because I was always intending to go here or go there and there's no sense in washing a car if you can drive it over the next True. few days. I'd rather be driving it than washing it. Absolutely. Um, so, look, you've done a huge amount of travel. I don't know that there's probably anywhere in the South Island you haven't been, but what would be one of your favourite trips that you've done? And tell us about oh, that journey. I liked going going through the Arthur's Pass is great. I mean, we we could have done it in Ionic, but we got rid of the Ionic only probably two or three months after all those charges went in, and we hadn't had a chance to get down there yet. Um, but we went through there, we found our range was terrible because it was pouring with rain, it was cold, that was just after we'd got the car, but there's so many charges it doesn't matter. And best charging spot in New Zealand that I've been to is that Oterra one with the little shed and it's got the roof over it, it's just fantastic. It's a great spot. Yep, and free Wi-Fi down there yep. and free it's wonderful because yeah. yeah, there's no coverage for the... For the vehicle, yeah, anyway. charger, yeah, yeah. So really? no, that's a great spot. But we went up in the Ionic. We went right up the North Island, right up to Auckland, um, a couple of years ago, and we we drove all around the North Island. It was quite interesting because we had local Ionic owners up there telling us I was going to drive from who was it, Tikoidi, down to New Plymouth, and they're all going, "Oh, you got to go over Mount Messenger. Oh, it really sucks the range." And, and I looked it up and it's 300 metres high and I go, dude, that's not a mountain. We're, we're in the South Island. We, we drive over 900 metres all the time. And it's, it was like 160 k's or something. I had no question why we wouldn't make it. And they were saying, oh, you need to stop and charge it 
the, is it the Mocare Museum? And I said, no, we don't. And we just drove straight through, and they said, oh, it can be done. It's, it's once you get to know your car, you know how far it'll go, no issue. And where haven't you been in the South Island yet with the Tesla? Well, right down south, which is why we're going on the road trip. We haven't been past Timaru. Have we been past Timaru? No, we haven't been no, past Timaru in the Tesla, so looking forward to getting down there. It was funny because when the first stuff came out about the road trip and they were looking at up at South Island, and we're going, eh, don't want to do that because we've done Upper South Island heaps. We go all around the Upper South Island all the time. So Lower South Island will be fantastic. Mm. I don't think I've ever been through the Catlins. I'm 52, never been there. So looking forward to it. Awesome, that's great. Um, what sort of challenges have you had since owning a Tesla? Challenges? Financial challenges? <laughs> um, well, none really. Um, more stopping than you have in a petrol, but we've been doing it. We were doing it in the island before, and it's easier than the island. So um, we've been very lucky with charging. I mean, I know recently you had to wait in Murchison to charge. We charge in Murchison on the way down. No one there. Charge in Colvin on the way down. No one there. We're going home the same way. It'll be exactly the same. We we just we've been very lucky. In North Island, I read about all these problems. People waiting for charges. We'd, the biggest thing, having more range, you can drive past charges and you can go, I'll just go to the next one. So it gives you options. Okay, so um, you're just returning, you're currently in Christchurch. Um, do you visit Christchurch often? Yeah, well, my parents are in Ashburton, so we go to Ashburton reasonably frequently, probably three, at least three times a year, I'd say. So, um, but yeah, we find the standard range plus gives us the option to go through the Lewis Pass. In the Ionic, it's 194 k's between charges. You'd probably do it yourself in the summer, by by yourself. I don't think you do it with four people in, and um, gear. I think you'd struggle. We've we've done it, but I've gone by Reefton, which is not even close to the direction you want him to go, and it's a 25 kilowatt charger. So, yeah. All right. In that case, I I get to ask you two questions. If you were a tourist in Christchurch, which you have sometimes been, what would be one of those activities that you think would be absolutely wonderful for a uh, uh, tester owner to do, be it a drive, be it a um, uh, place you can go to? I don't know. I've, I've always enjoyed, in, when we used to live in Christchurch, driving over the Port Hills and stuff. Fantastic views around there, down the back, is it? I think it's Evans Pass down, down the back road. Don't know what parts of that are still open these days. Um, I think for me, since the earthquakes coming down here, we moved up to Nelson 18 years ago, since the earthquakes, visiting the, the Christchurch um, library, the new library, spectacular building, absolutely fantastic, love going there, but um, I don't know, there's a lot of stuff to do in Christchurch, it's a good place. Good, and Nelson, if we're adventurous enough to get our way up to Nelson, what Nelson, would you say? I always send people to walk to the centre of New Zealand, up to the top of the hill there, it's about a 20 minute walk steeper than it, every year it gets steeper I think that I do um, here's a few things to do in Nelson um, yeah, Kaiteri Kaiteri, um, if you're into mountain biking, Kaiteri mountain bike park we went over there a couple of weeks ago with our e-bikes, we, let's, having the tow bar on is great because we chuck the rack on for the e-bikes and off we go couldn't do that on the Ionic either so part of our reason for swapping it had to have a tow bar, absolutely had to have a tow bar good on you and you're um, pretty active in the um, owners group, both the uh, Tesla Model 3 and the uh, EV owners group. So, um, you know, anything in particular that you'd 
like to recommend to uh, new owners of Tesla? Um, oh, that's a tricky one. I don't know. I think sometimes people need to learn how to search the, the group before they ask a question because it, everyone gets on there, they ask the same questions. And then 16 of us who are keen all jump on and send in the same answer within 10 minutes. Um, it's when, when we had a petrol car, you never had that. You had a problem with your petrol car, you had to go to the dealer. No, you didn't have these groups where, you know, it's great having, having groups like that where you can ask a question. Like this morning, I, I noticed, um, I went to turn the climate control on. One of the best features of having a Tesla, the fact that you can turn your heating on before you get in the car. Right? And it said unable to turn on climate. And I'm thinking it's probably because the boot was open. I presume that I presume that's the reason. Haven't jumped on there to ask yet. If I searched, I'd probably find it. I'm probably as bad as anyone else for not searching. But no, it's great having online owners groups where you can ask questions. All right, Dave. Hey, look, thank you very much for your time today. All right, so, no real problem. To thank you, you, and I'll see you again in October on the road trip. Looking forward to it. All right, Cheers. thank you. Thanks, David, for all the work and for spreading the word as you do. It's great to see you active in the social groups, supporting others and showing what can be achieved in an EV when you put your mind to it. Thanks again also to our existing Patreon subscribers for helping Alex and I to keep this podcast on the air. Actually, I don't have any special partnership with Elon, and we didn't really chat yesterday. So if you haven't considered it yet, maybe you could pop over to patreon.com slash Tesla and see some of the ways you can support this podcast for less than a cup of coffee a month. David Kent has done exactly that and become our newest supporter. Thank you so much, David, and I hope you're enjoying all the upcoming episodes. Until next time, drive safely and keep sharing a wave with other EV owners you see on your travels.